Week for Friday, March 29th, 2019. I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway Star's James Marino. James, I saw two musicals on Thursday, first in the afternoon. Everybody loves a, a Thursday matinee. Um, I saw Fiddler on the Roof in Yiddish, and I'm not going to sit here and uh, bore everybody else telling them about how wonderful it is because everybody else has. Um, but if you get a chance to see it, definitely do. I had the fortune, I think for me, because I hadn't seen Fiddler in so many years, I saw the tour as I talked about a, a few weeks ago. So seeing that before this certainly helped um, – you know, my appreciation and, and understanding. Um, it actually, I, James, I kind of felt like I didn't need to watch the subtitles as much because I had just seen the yeah. show. So that, that certainly helped. Um, so definitely if you go and you are not fluent in Yiddish, uh, listen to the, listen to the cast album or the, or watch the movie or something, uh, just to get yourself prepared. I think that'll help your enjoyment. But then I went and saw Kiss Me Kate in the evening and, uh, was joined in the audience by RNH president, Ted Chapin. We weren't, together but uh he was there um uh, he tweeted he saw you i'm sure yeah i'm sure he did i've interviewed him before he's a very very lovely human being um but you know i i actually enjoyed kiss me kate quite a bit i I know a lot of people just thought it was fine uh i enjoyed it uh, a lot it's not something that i'm gonna remember and think about a lot afterwards but i had a grand old time while i was there and actually um had something um Kind of funds, funds not the word because of the situation, uh, but uh, interesting happened. I noticed um, during Too Darn Hot, which is the Act Two opening number, great huge dance number, that one of the ensemble members, Haley Fish, was not out there for the last minute of the song, and I was like, oh no, what what's going on? Or maybe she just left. I wouldn't think she would have, you know, they would have blocked her off at the end of the number then i noticed one of the male dancers at the end of the number didn't have a partner so it's like oh no it's something happens and then um there's a, a decent amount of time after that song before the ensemble comes back on and at that point swing uh swing sarah meal uh whom i know um was on in her place so i don't know exactly what happened with Haley, but i talked to sarah after uh the show via you know online or whatever and she said that she had Barely enough time to put a pin curl. We put one pin curl in. Um, didn't take her. Didn't take her wedding ring off. Didn't have any, much makeup on. But she went on uh, in Haley's place. So um, that was exciting because I know Sarah and I'm a fan of Sarah. And so I was glad I got to see her at least in part. Uh, but I hope Haley's okay. And uh, that's the that's the 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 glory of live theater. And as I said on Instagram last night, swings are stars. So uh, congratulations to to Sarah. And I hope everything is okay with Haley and she's not injured uh, too badly because that's really such an incredible number. I can imagine that there are opportunities for people to tweak things all the time in Too Darn Hot. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, what was the Twitter account? Is it Broadway Understudies that uh, talks about when understudies go on? Yeah, uh, something that might be B-Way Understudies, but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll have to do some sleuthing there, see if uh, Haley's okay. All right. Uh, first up in the news, the Kennedy Center, the Kennedy. Let me try that one more time. <laughs> this is a new tongue. I'm just testing it out. All right. First up in the news, the Kennedy Center announces a jam-packed 2019-2020 season. They did, James. And as you would imagine, in the nation's capital, there is a ton of stuff coming to the Kennedy Center in its various theaters. Um, that includes their entire season. 
um, of Broadway tours, sh- a show from the Second City Company, a new play festival, a World Stages series, and more. And we will have all of that in the show notes. But I wanted to focus on a few of the other most exciting things in the season. For example, first, the three shows that we part of the 2019-2020 Broadway Center Stage, stage series. Now, James, this is quickly becoming ha- kind of like Washington, D.C. encores um, with Broadway stars leading first-rate concert productions for just one week. Haven't had any transfer to New York yet, but I, I can't imagine that that's going to last forever. I think we'll get one of these in New York eventually, especially if we keep saying every one of them should come. But um, maybe it'll be one of these, although I don't think so based on the titles, but still exciting. First from October 9th through the 13th, just in time for the show's 21st birthday, DC will be dancing with Footloose. Then from January 29th through February 2nd, Tony winner Rachel Bay Jones will lead a production of Next to Normal. That one could transfer. Um, James, I am not a Next to Normal fan normally. Um or even next to normally, but (laughs) with Rachel starring in this, that might be something that I would be willing uh, to see because she is so fantastic. Uh, And then finally, from April 22nd through the 26th, they will present Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, Some pretty interesting things, James. You know, I don't think that Footloose and Birdie are probably at the level of things that we've seen there before with um, the Music Man and, and, and chess and stuff, the kind of exciting cutting edge, not cutting edge, but, uh, you know, either grand old shows or things you don't see enough, but should be some really good stuff and opportunities for them to do some really great casting. But that's not all, James. I, I mentioned that they announced their Broadway touring season, but one of the shows included is the launch of the national tour, the national tour that <laughs> is being blamed for canceling a lot of shows. Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird from August 25th through September 27th of 2020. The tour is already announcing that it will play two years with additional tour stops, obviously, to be announced later. But to celebrate and and to promote the tour's launch next fall, to culminate National Theater in Our Schools Month next um, Tuesday, yeah, April 2nd, Jeff Daniels and members of the Broadway production will take the show to the Library of Congress for a special presentation. Where Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and Dr. Darla Diane Hayden, the Librarian of Congress, will be on hand. Now, James, I don't know that I've ever heard of anything like this, a Broadway cast doing their show somewhere other than Broadway. Uh, I mean, while the production is still up and running, it's kind of cool. I mean, we've seen... I think it was while it was still going. I think Hamilton did like the concert at the White House um, with the yeah, cast after it was, was open. Thinking, yeah. But that was a concert of yeah. the show. I, doing the actual show, which is what it sounds like here at the Library of Congress, that's uh, that's pretty fantastic. Well, a concert of To Kill a Mockingbird is not so much fun. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Definitely not. Although, Although Jeff Daniels music. can uh, – Jeff Daniels is a pretty good uh, band. That yeah, he, uh, heads, he does. Uh, yeah, uh, but there is there is music in To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. although we uh, don't talk about the guy who wrote it anymore. He's mm. He's been canceled. Yeah, canceled again. So, uh, yeah. So I was thinking about the Bye Bye Birdie and maybe if they got like Eva Van Hova to direct it or something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, after the last one with was it Stamos and Gina Gershon, I don't know that Broadway's aching for a uh, Bye Bye Birdie revival at the moment. Hmm. All right. So uh, next up, Abby Mueller to lead Mueller. 
Mueller, Mueller and Mueller, yeah, yeah, yeah. different different Abby, names. <laughs> Abby Mueller to lead six in Chicago. Yeah, James, we have talked about this show a bit, and it is getting a ton of buzz after great success with tours and different productions in London. Um, and it is being talked about potentially moving to New York somewhere. In fact, Michael Riedel wrote a column about it back in January. Well, yesterday, Chicago Shakespeare Theater announced the cast for the musical's North American premiere, this rock musical which reimagines the six wives of Henry VIII as pop and rock singers uh, doing a concert will star Broadway and Chicago theater star Abby Mueller as Jane Seymour, Adriana Hicks as Catherine of Aragon, Andrea Macassette as Anne Boleyn, Brittany Mack as Anne of Cleves, Samantha Polly as Catherine Howard, and Anna Yazik as Catherine Parr. Uh, Hank VIII had a thing for Anne's and Catherine's, didn't he? I don't know that I'd ever realized that before. I guess... Um, in a at the time Catholic uh, kind of country didn't have a ton of other names going on, but anyway, the show will play Chicago from May 14th through June 13th uh, through June 30th, and after Chicago, the show will play Edmonton Citadel Theater where Hades Town had a tryout, uh, but that'll be from November second. Uh, through uh, the 24th. Now, there's no word yet if the Chicago cast will continue uh, to Edmonton. I I don't know that I would imagine that it would. Maybe Abby, um, but I'm not sure about the rest. But the buzz is that Six will play somewhere in New York in spring of 2020. Now, James, this is a small, short show, I think like an hour and 15 minutes. So I think that they'd have to really substantially bulk it up to uh, to bring it to Broadway because it is mostly a concert rather than a show itself. Uh, but I kind of hope they don't bring it to Broadway. I, I, it, the music is a ton of fun. And unless they can find some compelling way to add stuff to it, I'd almost rather that they just find a smaller venue, let it run off Broadway for a long time, whether that's, you know, a, a fancy off Broadway venue like New World Stages or let it play uh, La Poison Rouge, um, you know, something like that that is actually a music venue first but has done shows there. Like I think that feels like the, the great place to do it. But with as much success and buzz as it has, you know that there's going to be a commercial producer that really sees dollar signs and tries to get it into as big and flashy a venue as possible. Yeah, um it's a shame that they they haven't uh well we don't know this yet maybe maybe they are going to put a book into it uh right now and work on it in the Chicago run maybe all right so what do we have in the recommendation section well i think people who listen to this show know that i am a sucker for waitress um and sarah borellas and catherine mcphee uh individually but together are you kidding me? Uh, Time Out New York uh, released a new video yesterday from their musical stripped back series, and it is Sarah Bareilles and Catherine McPhee duetting on She Used to Be Mine. Sarah Bareilles is at the piano as well. Um, I love both of these uh, individuals. I love this song. I love this show. So this is a great video. Tangentially, I've often talked about how much I love Catherine McPhee's Twitter feed. She announced that she would be presenting at the Olivier's next week and said something along the lines of uh, who thought this would be a good idea and then shared a video of her saying SpongeBob SquarePants at the Tony <laughs> nomination from last year. So um, that's really fun. So uh, our, our friend uh, Oliver Henry Roth will be at the Olivier's because his show Inheritance is nominated for a bunch. So I'll have to get a, a, a firsthand report about how Kat does pronouncing names over there. 
What do we have in other news? Okay, uh, a few pieces of things to talk about before we send you into the weekend. First up, according to Deadline and what I wish was coming to the stage rather than the big screen, it was reported that Scott Rudin is producing a new film of Macbeth, starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand. The Shakespearean tragedy will be adapted and directed by McDormand's husband, four-time Oscar winner Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers fame. No timetable has yet been reported. Next, yesterday, the Manhattan Theater Club announced that stage and screen star Kelly O'Coin, uh, Annie Parisi, uh, Lee Turgeson, and Alex Wolf will complete the cast of the New York premiere of Donald, Donald Margolis's Long Lost, to be directed by Dan Sullivan. The show will play off-Broadway beginning on May 14th. And finally, on Thursday, the Signature Theater in New York announced that four playwrights and one acclaimed theater collective will join the residency programs at Signature Theater. The incredible talents included are Sarah Rule, Anna DeVere Smith, Samuel D. Hunter, Laura Nee, and the Mad Ones, who currently have a show at Ars Nova. Um, this will be a at various levels uh, for each of them because they have different tiers of the residency programs at Signature Theater. Um, but the involvement in the shows and the dates and the creative teams will be announced at a later date. If you'd like information for any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes uh, either in your podcast feed or on BroadwayRadio.com. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. I've got Network tonight. Uh, and then after that, I've got anything that brings uh, that gives off light, which I talked about in a Tell Me More uh, a week or so ago at Joe's Pub. Julie Musback will be joining me for that one. So if you're there, say hi. All right. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for wrapping up the week with us. We do not have anything scheduled for Saturday in the feed, but while you have some time on Saturday, get over to Three on the Aisle and take a listen to the Laura Benanti interview with Terry Teachout and uh, Elizabeth Vincentelli. Uh, and Peter Marks um, do a half hour with Laura Benanti. It's hysterical. It's touching. It's fun. Please listen to Three on the Aisle with Laura Benanti. It is a ton of fun, and you're going to love it. On Sunday, Peter Felicia, Michael Portantier, and I are going to be talking about this week on Broadway. And on Monday, Matt and I will be back in your ears. We'll talk to you then. <laughs> 